Hi everybody and welcome to Growth Week. This is a monthly week-long conversation that is aimed at helping you grow intentionally in every aspect of your life. So wherever you find yourself today, this podcast will challenge you to take the next practical step towards your God-given purpose and potential. My name is Justin Doro. I'm a certified John Maxwell Leadership Coach and I'm also the lead pastor here at Word of Truth Ministry. With me in the studio is one of our ministry directors and co-host Robin Aldea. It's growth week time. Pastor Jay, how are you doing? Welcome to, I can't believe we're entering the third month of 2022. And this is our third season for this year. It's craziness. So how are you doing? What's been happening with you? Are you growing right now? (laughs) Or are you just like, yeah. Well, I love that question. I always look forward to it because it, it forces me to be intentional. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Growth Week. Indeed, we're having conversations about growth, and I look forward to this question because it forces me to evaluate my own life. Am I really taking the things that we are learning seriously? So at the present moment, Robin, I think I'm still wrestling some of the stuff that we spoke about in the last series You know, we're talking about the game changer and we're talking about some things to stop where we said enough is enough. I've discovered the things that I want to stop, but the practicalities of stopping those things have have proven to be a real challenge. And um, it's easy to just say enough is enough. But when you know that if I stop this, what happens tomorrow? So I've been wrestling that and um, that whole tension of knowing that I have to stop this keeps me growing and stretching me, trying to find some creativity so that I can bring certain things to an end in my life. So yeah, I think that's where I'm growing. How about you? Well, I I totally agree with you in saying that, you know, as we present these topics every month, you know, Mm. it's almost like there's this extra bit of weight or pressure that we carry to be the ones growing, you know, yeah. although we do say that we're also in it, you know, we are also, we're not experts, we're not professionals at this, but, you know, there's a sense of responsibility that I feel like I have it and I'm sure you do as well, where it's just like, hey, you need to be super intentional, you know, if no one else is growing from this, <laughs> then we at least should be growing. And I think looking back in the past month, it's hard for me to pinpoint just one area that I'm growing because for me, the series that we spoke about change was so vital for me that I've started making super small changes mm. in so many different areas of my life. So it's it's like it hasn't produced much fruit yet, but it's there. Yeah. But I think if I had to choose one of the things that's challenging me the most, which we've spoken about, you know, this past today is your current series that you're doing at church, you know. Mm. Um, our theme this year is love (laughs) to love others and this has been really hard for me as we've started unpacking this whole concept of what does love really look like what does it really look like to love those around us the way that Christ loved us I think you know you can attest to this most Mondays when we sit and have our our staff meeting I'm that person that's like debating all these points (laughs) saying like but this and this and this and this not that i'm trying to get out of loving people yeah not always but it's hard and so i think it's one of those areas that i'm really wrestling with right now um because the world has just messed up our view of love and what it really means to love people so yeah i think i'm growing there i hope (laughs) i am that is my I i would say the area that i would most like to grow in not just for a month, not just for a few weeks, but this whole year. 
I think that's an area worth investing in, whether you're part of our church or not. Just growing in love is a real game changer. So yeah, I, I think most people are finding the series challenging, including myself. It's a new month. It's a new growth week. What are we talking about this week, Pastor Jay? This week, it's all about teamwork. We're talking about teams. And I know when you hear that, you're kind of like, ah, is that a, is that a podcast that I want to listen to? But I want to tell you that this is vital because team is in almost everything that we do in life. You know, we have to change the way we prepare ourselves for life and for success in life. Most times we invest so much in the individual that we forget that life is in a lot of aspects, a team sport. We, we have to do it together. Even when we think of those, you know, individual sports like tennis, golf, it's easy to celebrate the person that is standing on the court as an individual, but there's always a team behind. So no matter what you're called to do, everything that we do in this life requires us to work together, uh, to partner with somebody, and it requires this aspect of team. And so we want to talk about how do you become a good team player? So we're calling it the ideal team player. Just to put some weight behind this, I felt the scripture is going to be relevant. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter number four in verse nine, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if one of them falls, the other will lift him up. But woe to one who is alone. When he falls, he has no one to help him. This for me is the crux of the matter. If you don't believe in team, when you fall, there is no one to help you. It says war. And you know, when the Bible uses that word war, it's kind of like, ah, that's a bad thing. War is you if you are not in a team. So teams are essential. In fact, the Bible says when you are in the Lord or if the Lord is on your side, the Bible says it is this concept, Old Testament concept, that one can put a thousand to flight and two will put 10,000 to flight. And I always think of it this way. Your true potential in Christ is unlogged when you partner with somebody, when you get into a team. You can do so much by yourself. It says one can put a thousand to flight, but two will put 10,000. Can you see how it just multiplies your impact and your reach when you are in a team? So I think everybody, Robin, knows that teams are essential. Teams are important. We always hear this. But the question that we need to really come to grips with is then if everybody knows about teamwork and hears about teamwork, teamwork, talks about teamwork. Why is it that most people struggle to work in teams? You know, Pastor Jay, thinking about this whole topic about teams, and you just said, you know, this is applicable for everyone. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter where you are, you are part of a team, you know? That's right. So, and the truth is, is that healthy teams and good teams are made up of individuals. It yeah. does start with you know, the individual person. So for you to be a part of a great team, for you to be a part of a team that is really pushing and going for um, great things, you need to become an ideal team player. Wow. Now, the problem is, like you said, we, we, we see people struggle to be part of a team and it's difficult for people to work in teams. It's difficult for people to work with other people. You know, um, Cambridge Dictionary actually defines a team player as someone who is good at working closely with other people. Mm. Like, so you kind of need to turn it into yourself. Are you someone who is good at working closely 
with other people and i think that we struggle to work in teams because honestly most of us aren't that great at working closely with other people Mm. we've become such an individualized people like society where everything is just about me my work what i need to get done my checklist that we don't consider but hey what about the other person what about the person right next to us what about the team what about the organization as a whole not just you And, you know, um, I think this is something you've always taught us is when the team loses, you could have someone on the team that is winning all the time. But when the team loses, even that person who is winning in their area is still losing. Yeah. So we need to move from like this individualism to team. Yeah. I love what you said about our society. It's a selfish society, so self-centered. It's all about me. And we forget that for you to be successful, for you to be really effective in whatever you're called to do, there is always a team that's working. And sometimes they are working behind the scenes, but there's a team aspect to everything that we do. And I think I shared this with you a couple of days ago, Pastor Jay. I'm busy reading this book called Find Your People. Mm. And the author of it shares that, you know, we've become so individualized. I don't know if that's a word, but <laughs> I'm using Sounds it. Sounds good. Sounds good. That we can't even ask for help. And we don't really expect others to help us. And it's become so crazy that, you know, it's like we don't even want to go ask our neighbor for a cup of sugar anymore. Like you have... 10 close friends but you'd rather call an uber to take you to the airport (laughs) than to ask someone that is supposedly close to you for help and i think that kind of goes into every area of our life even at work you know we've become so just focused on me myself and i that you you just forget the people around you kind of thing that's good yeah so people struggle to work in teams because hey there's this selfish society that we have just been raised in and some people quite honestly they just don't want to share the glory they almost like hey i just want everybody to think i'm better than everybody else so when you put such a person in a team teams don't work but let's face it robin they are some people that really want to work in a team And because they've been in a group of people that call themselves a team, they have concluded that teamwork doesn't work. It's like teamwork sucks because we don't know what team is. You know, it's like I'm doing all the work anyway. You know, like, uh, you know, high school, I don't know if you used to have these group projects that they'll give you and you know that so-and-so is not even going to read, they've got no clue. And if you want to pass that project, you're going to have to do it by yourself. And it would suck when you were put in a group or in a team or to participate with somebody that you know is not going to do the work and you have to do it by yourself. And maybe most people grew up with that idea that I will have to do the work all by myself. And so when you put them in a team, the, the team sucks. And yeah. So maybe we're not good at being positive teams just because we don't actually know what it means to be team, right? right. So, okay. So we're talking all about teamwork and we're talking all about the ideal team player now pastor jay you brought this conversation to our table in our office for growth week Mm. now why did you feel that this was so important yeah so obviously we are all about intentional growth and we were beginning to notice that some some among our team were getting frustrated by you know some of the results that we're producing uh like you said sometimes we will have certain people reach their goals and the others are not and then 
when we sit here every Monday, like we always do, and evaluate our weekend, we kind of felt like, yeah, we are, we are winning in some areas, but the team is still losing because there are some people that are not pulling their weight. And that became something that we needed to address. So this came out of desperation. We were just like... Frustration. <laughs> and yeah. desperation. We were like really frustrated with... Um, some people on the team and we're kind of like, let's have this conversation. If, if we are serious about winning, we need to have a conversation. And um, quite honestly, when we started the conversation, we discovered that we were one of those dysfunctional teams. We were not Super really dysfunctional. a team. Yeah. And, and I think how you found that out is that people started to notice yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by that is not office people. Yeah. It was actual individuals not working with our team. Yeah. But just like random <laughs> onlookers that were like, wait, something something's going on there. Like there seems to be tension. There seems to be something going on. And it's almost like, I don't know, when you kind of brought in this aspect of we're a dysfunctional team. I was like, no, no. <laughs> not way. us. Come not on. Us. Come We're on. doing so well. <laughs> but again, you know, whatever's brought to the table is taken seriously. And you start to evaluate and you're like, wait, wait a minute. Yeah, we're super dysfunctional. That sucks. What do we do? Yeah. It even sucks right now for us to admit that we were a dysfunctional team. We're all because ah, we it's like I know it's a work in progress. It's a work so in like, progress. We'll, we'll get like, there. We'll we get were, there. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> well, at least we started with having the conversation. So maybe you're listening to us and you're like you're part of that dysfunctionality that you can't quite define for us it was our work environment but it could be also maybe at home mm. <laughs> maybe it's just a team of friends um because team is in everything maybe you're just trying to make something work with people and you're kind of like why is this not working mm. and sometimes it's just because there's a whole lot of dysfunctionality which brings us to actually today's subject which is the ideal team player because what we then did was after realizing that we were dysfunctional we had to ask ourselves, okay, what must we do? Then we had to define what would be the ideal team player for our organization. And unless you know the kind of team that you're trying to build, you don't know who to look for. You know, I always think of a coach, and I think we used this example. If you uh, hire a coach to build maybe a soccer team, he's got a strategy and he knows that I need a defender. I need, I need a striker. And he's going to go for that person that suits the position that he wants to fill and and many times we are building teams out of dysfunctional people like it's not even their strength or their gifting but we just put them on the team because yeah you know especially for us in church circles everybody's yeah. willing they've got a heart for the lord and they're just like oh, i also want to help and we just get them onto the team only to realize that they, they don't have what it takes I think we've got a lot of language for that. You know, like they always say, like, God doesn't call the qualified. <laughs> he qualifies the call. And yes, there's a part of that that is so true. We see sure. it again and again in scripture. I see it in my own life. I definitely was not qualified, am not qualified <laughs> kind of thing. Yet they, there comes a responsibility, That's right? Good. That is required when we step up to the mm. table, when we step onto, you know, the the court, so to speak. Like yeah. there comes a responsibility to say, hey, I'm going to look at myself. I'm going to see what I need to change, what I need to do. And I think that there was this frustration in the team of just like, hey, some people are not stepping up. Yeah. Some people are just not stepping up. And so you ask the question, 
to us individually and it was actually at the end of the first session you said take this home do your homework like you need to ask yourself are you an ideal team player yeah really so like don't look at the rest of the team look at yourself look into yourself ask yourself the question are you an ideal team player really that's good. And yeah, so after people did their homework, maybe we must share just briefly what, what comes to mind because, you know, we're talking about this ideal team player and what comes to mind when you hear that? Are you an ideal team player? Really? What comes to mind? What were some of the thoughts around the table? Well, I think from two people, it was just like a yes and no. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it was like, a yes, I am a team player. But then if you cross me in this way or if you do this, you yeah. know, it was almost like it was a conditional yeah. being a team player. And I was one of those people that was just like, yeah, I am a team player. Yeah. But, you know, it's like it gets to a point where I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to take this into my own hands now. <laughs> Forget team, you know. And there was someone else on the team who said the same. And yeah. then there was someone who was just honestly like, no, I'm not a team player. Yeah. And then someone else who said, yes, they are. Um, and I think... We again then have to ask the question, but what does an ideal team player actually look like? And these are some of the answers that came out around the table. I remember I said for me, it was number one, to be teachable and to have a strong desire to learn and grow. Pastor Jay, what are some other things that you think an ideal team player should look like? What came to mind was a person that puts the success of the team above of their own skills and their gifting. Mm. Because many times we're so focused on what I can do and what I can produce. But then I remember saying this, what's the point if I scored 10 goals and we still lose 11 to 10? We still lost. It doesn't matter whether I scored 10, we're still walking off that field losers. And for an ideal team player, I, I believe it's not just about your skill and your talents, your gifts. Uh, it's about are we really winning together? Yeah. And something else is an ideal team player is willing to help others. They're willing to go the extra mile. And what someone said that I loved was that they're willing to work, number one, efficiently. So they work quickly. They yeah. get the thing done almost as soon as, as the task is put out there and effectively. Yeah. So it's not just about getting it done, but it's done well. It's done with excellence. You know, it's taken seriously. And I love that, yeah. that whole aspect of just being efficient and effective. And, and I think uh, this brings us to this part of the dysfunctionalities that we see in a team is people don't define what the team is supposed to do. You know, like you, you said, I love the excellence aspect. So when you have somebody who doesn't love excellence and they're on the team and you don't have the same values or the same goals, they're just going to do things half-heartedly. And that was part of our frustration where for some of us, it's like we go in the extra mile to get things done right. And somebody just kind of casually, I don't care, I just did it. And you're like, how can you do that? So maybe defining the standards of a team can actually help the team function a little bit better. So Pastor Jay, where did it go from there? Because I think, you know, we we want to take our listeners on a journey this week and yeah. kind of take them through like, because this was real for us as a team, you know, like to come to the realization that, hey, we are dysfunctional and we can't just say that and wear it as an identity <laughs> or a badge of honor. Yeah. Please, heaven forbid, no. Like, but 
we want to take them through the journey and be like, this is some of the hard conversations that we had. These are some of the things that we had to come face to face with and to really cry about, yeah. shout about, <laughs> fight about. So yeah, just give, give them a little teaser into that. Yeah. So Robin, this was an intense conversation. You know, it's, it doesn't sound good. It doesn't feel right. When you say I'm part of a dysfunctional team, you want to run away from that. But the idea was not to say we're dysfunctional. That's it. We were trying to become a highly effective and highly functional team. Healthy. 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 healthy, Yeah. So we had to go through a process, which we hopefully are going to try and get our podcast listeners to be a part of. But the reality was it was raw. It, it had a lot of emotion. It had a lot of frustration. Honesty. Honesty. It, it, it was brutal to some extent. You know, like when we went into some of the issues that we're dealing with, uh, if it was your issue, everybody would look at you and say, we're talking to you. Mm. And that was one of the things that we actually needed to say from the outset that we are not going to talk in parables and riddles. I know right now we're kind of protecting people's identities, but... Around the table, we said it's not going to be like some of us. It's going to be, be you. you. You're the person who keeps doing this. <laughs> You're the person that I want to slap. <laughs> like, I'm frustrated, I'm frustrated with, you with you. Yeah, Because this is what you've been doing over and over again. So it got real and it got intense. But at the end of the day, it gave us uh, a framework to work from highly dysfunctional, maybe not highly, from dysfunctional to highly functional effective teams. I think also, Pastor Jay, to be honest, we really, because we're serious about growth and evaluating ourselves, sometimes we're a bit harsh. Yeah. But that's part of it. That's part of the growth process for us as well because we take this seriously. That's right. And I think it, we almost came to this place where we were just like, you know, if there's anyone around the table who is umming and eyeing and not sure about taking growth seriously, then maybe we need to like reevaluate because you, me, you know, some people around the table, we're like, this is it. Yeah. This is it. This is our passion. This is our goal. We're in. There's no <laughs> like, plan B. There's no plan B. Like if this fails, and I don't know if you want to share a bit about how just the conclusion that you came to, if we yeah. don't fix this, this is what's going to happen. That yeah. kind of just caused this. <laughs> like, wow, this is real right now. Yeah. Because we want to grow. We had to ask ourselves, guys, if we're not the team, then let's stop pretending to be the team. Because like you said, there were onlookers, people from the outside that were looking into the team and beginning to offer help. You know, like, hey, uh, can I come and do this? And you're like, why are you supposed to be doing that? We've got somebody who's supposed to do that kind of thing. But then that was just a realization that people are beginning to notice that there are issues in the team. And it was personally affecting me, Yeah, right? I can honestly say that it was personally affecting me and the way I was showing up yeah. to things because I'm, I'm discouraged. I'm like, <laughs> I was just frustrated and it was starting to show in the things that I was involved in. Oh, yes. So like I was kind of a shell of myself for a while because I'm like, I don't know, quite know how to deal with all this frustration that I'm feeling yeah. to the point that I would kind of come to church on a Sunday and just be like, what the heck am I doing here? Yeah. You know, so I'm being real right now. <laughs> and and it, it it was to that point where it was like, people were like, what's going on? Like, are you okay? And do you need counseling? <laughs> do you need help? <laughs> kind of thing. You see, the thing is, no one wants to be a part of a losing team. Yeah. And 
there are times when you are hopeful because you can see that we are growing mm. and everybody's putting uh, in their share of you know hard work to to try and create a win. Every team will go through losses in a sense, but as long as you know that everybody's playing their heart out and mm. and giving their ultimate best, you kind of like yeah, we will get better. But there's nothing as discouraging as I'm playing well and I don't even think that the rest of the team is playing as well as they ought to be doing. And that's where we were. And we kind of said, okay, let's address these things. Even before that, I, I leveraged the idea that there were some people that were part of our team. I know for those who track with us, they know that there are some people that were part of our uh, staff team that are no longer part of the team because of changes in their lives. And quite honestly, some just because they were just not cutting it. It's like we've tried everything and you're not getting it. You don't deserve to be on this team. So we had to say goodbye to some people. It's it's a sad reality, but the, the fact is this is how serious it was for us. And I, I said it would not be fair for us to say goodbye to certain people and then we continue in this like chilled, relaxed, frustrating mode and just kind of like, oh, well, so-and-so is gone, so let's just continue to lose. Mm-hmm. We need to do something about winning. There needs to be a turnaround. Exactly. It's it's about that game changer. We We needed to change something. There has to be, it was like our halftime talk, like, if we come out of this locker room doing the exact same things we're doing before we substituted some people, we're still going to lose. Mm-hmm. So something has to happen. So there was this intense moment where we said, it's either we are a team or we disband the whole thing and start from scratch. Yeah. And I mean, when you say disband the whole thing, you actually spoke about closing the office. Yeah. Like, you said like, you know, it's either we get this or we're done. That's it. And it was like, <laughs> and that was like a real moment for me because what's the point of doing the same things over and over again and expecting a different result? So we had, we had to do something different. But now, what was our strategy? We said, let's define the ideal team player. Um, I think Jim Collins always said this. If you want to build a healthy team, the first thing you need to do is to make sure that you have the right people on the bus. That also means getting the wrong people off the bus. Yeah. So there were some people that we had to say, hey, cheers. This is this is as far as we can go together. You can no longer be part of the team because we don't see you being the right person for our team. So when we were asking ourselves like, okay, now we have supposedly the right people on our on, our, on the bus, what would make the ideal team player? And then we came up with these four key characteristics, Robin, that we really believe that after everybody had shared their heart, everybody has tried to express themselves, these would kind of capture the big picture of what would make an ideal team player. (laughs) This is going to be good. That's all I can say because, (laughs) you know, for the next four days, we're going to be unpacking each one of those four quite intently. So Mm. do not miss out. And especially tomorrow's one, it's going to be real because like I said, we're going to keep coming back to the table and we're going to be honest with you guys we are just going to share from the heart yes we are protecting names but you know we're going to be sharing some it's going to be some raw, some raw input that Definitely. we're going to give you and so just to give you a little teaser into what is coming the four characteristics are number one to be vulnerable mm. now this speaks into areas like trust yeah being trustworthy and doing what you say you're going to do, your yes being your yes and your no being your no. Number two, to be 
humble. Mm. That's a hard one. That's a hard one. Every one of us will always say like, hey, yeah, I'm humble. And then look down at someone else (laughs) kind of thing. But yeah, number two is to be humble. Number three is to be hungry. Now we're not talking about physical hunger. Although we do love food on this team. We do like to fellowship and swallowship and have good food. But we're talking about hunger in the sense of, are you hungry, so hungry to grow? Are you hungry to improve your skills, to keep growing, to keep doing what you need to be doing, to become the best that you can be? Hungry for a win. That's important for us. Hungry for a win. I love that. We're not just kind of like wiling up time. We want to win here. We want to get results. Are you hungry enough for that? And number four, the last one is to be smart. Now, again, (laughs) this is a really big one because there's some times where I'm just like, can you just stop (laughs) being stupid? Like, just be smart, you know? So it's like being smart, doing things the smart way. That's good. You know, not just being dumb. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So obviously we'll unpack what that means in that episode. So I want to encourage our listeners, don't miss out. I promise you that... This is going to help you because we looked so intently into ourselves. We looked so intently into our team. And yeah, like we said at the beginning, we're still processing. We're still working through some Mm. things. But we really believe that this is the breakthrough. And these four things, uh, Robin, just um, if I may add, is that these four characteristics that we're talking about for the ideal team player is not just for an organization. It's not just like for our organization. Mm. It's not for sports. It's for every aspect where you have to work with people. Yeah. And if you have this for, and maybe this could be what you need to just get your team, be it friends, whatever, whatever group you're working with to say, Hey, can we adopt these four things and actually try and Mm. apply them into our team into our friendship into what we do so that we may see greater results so i i can't wait to dive into this conversation because i know it's going to be healthy because it was good for us yeah so you know like we're getting real because we believe that it's only when we get real about these things that true breakthrough and true growth can happen so we want to show you guys that hey this is hard you know it's not a walk in the park but if we can do it then so can you then anyone can do it and so don't miss tomorrow's brand new episode of growth week until then keep growing make sure that you share this with someone share this with your team maybe you just like throw it out there you know post it in the whatsapp group or something (laughs) and make sure hint hint Hint, i'm frustrated (laughs) so this will be great for you to listen we always encourage this anyways we always say hey it's so important to grow with other people so share this with someone in your life and grow together so until tomorrow let's Let's keep keep growing. growing